What's going on everybody, it's your boy Fab, Freddy Fox, America's Big Brother, and we back with the Saturday Night Sit-Down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddy Fox, America's Big Brother. We back with the Saturday Night Sit Down today. I got Brandon, real Doss, Dossimo. What's going on, my man? What up, my man, Freddy? It's good to see you again. Yeah, Excited man. To be yeah, here, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate yes, it, man. I appreciate you coming on my show, man. Thank you, you so know. much. Yep, of course. You know, so um, you know, I had to reach out to you because you know what I'm saying, and I, I know you've been doing the music thing. I mean, for for quite some time now, probably. Like, yeah. Well, I known you for like what five years now, at least. At least, at yeah. least when I first started yeah. the whole T-shirt thing, you and yeah. your group, you know what I'm saying? You was actually um, my my first large, you know, ongoing clients when it yeah. came to the shirts, man. So People I appreciate shirts, you guys, man. man. Yeah, you already know, man. You know, keep so, it local. Yeah, man, definitely, man. We, we came a long way, man. We're going from, so we'll, we'll tap into that because we're going to get off the rip because I remember yep, when yep, we first yep. started, man, I was making a shirt with the name B. Whitey, yes, right? Yes, and, and now we've transitioned to Real Doss, right? Yeah, just Doss. Just Doss? The Instagram, I had to throw the real. Oh, D-O-S-S. Got wasn't, you. It, was, it wasn't available. It was taken. I was like, yeah, let me just throw real in there. Nah. All right. But so just, just Doss. Yep. So, all right, so how do yeah. we go from the transition from B. Whitey to this, man? How do we get there? So, uh, B. Whitey was just a nickname. Got in eighth grade. Um, and it was just something that stuck with me and I decided when I wanted to start taking music serious, this is, this is what the people know me by. So I think it'll catch quicker. Um, and it was cool, but as I grew up, I kind of started looking at it, you know, a little, I I felt like it was childish, you know, it was a childish nickname. It was something that I kind of wanted to get rid of. Um, I just, I don't know, be whitey. It just wasn't, it just wasn't doing it for me. Um, so Das was what they called me on the baseball field, actually, which stems from my last name, Dasimo. Um, it's spelled D-O-C, but if, you know, I put it like that, it'd be Doc. Right, right, right. That's what people would be it, so I just threw the two S's in. It kind of looks a little smoother. Um, but BYD was just something that I I just had to get rid of. A little childish, I think, and, uh, I think Das is just a little bit more professional, a little bit more mature, so that's what I'm rocking with now. All right, awesome, awesome, man. Well, I know you've been doing a lot of music things and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I wanted to reach out to you because, again, I mean, like, you you out there doing what you love, man, living your dream, you know, having fun with it and stuff. And yeah. the whole purpose of this, of what I do with my podcast, is I like to sit down with, with various individuals, man, and see what it takes to be a good person, what it takes to be a good man and growing up in their life, the different, you know, challenges that we went through. Because I know for myself, like I always said this all the time, is that I struggled finding my way into manhood, you yeah. know, trying to figure sure. things out in yourself, you know, and trying to, you know, Wonder what it is, and especially those who who may or may not have you know their dads in their life are real good, positive real role models. Um, will fall on live ways, and hopefully doing this, you know, we can help grab that younger generation, put them on the right path, and guide them into an easier transition when it comes to becoming a man. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. So sit down with everybody, like I always sit down and ask them. And my very first question to you, man, in your mind, in your opinion, what do you think are some of the main character characteristics or qualities that make up a good man or a good person? Um, I mean. It, like it, it's all depending on that specific person, what they have going on in their lives. But I mean, just gen, uh, generic traits. I think you know, dedication uh, is is a big one. Loyalty, but you know, dedicate those two. You have to be. Here go my phone. I'm good. I'm in the clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, dedication. I mean, you got to be dedicated to your job to be successful, right? Your dream, if you you know. Whether it's a job, whatever it is, whatever you're chasing, your family, you know, your children, um, 
So I think dedication is a huge one. Obviously, you got to be driven as well. Um, you know, at, at, sometimes we all get lazy, but mm-hmm. if that's just something that lingers and lingers, you know, it's going to be hard to, you know, provide for a family if you want to be, you know, a, a family man, a father. Um, it's it's tough to, you know, not be dedicated and driven when you have somebody to provide for. So I think, um, yeah. you, you know, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you understand. I don't have kids yet, so... But, like, I'm just driven because I know that I do want them in the future and I want to set myself up to be successful. And then that'll, you know, trickle down to to my family. But those are definitely some key ones in my mind. That's how, you know, I was raised, Um, you know. But everything, you know, you do, you got to be driven 100% with everything, in my opinion. So Yeah, no, definitely. You said, you know, about people getting lazy, man. And it's not that. You know, people say they get lazy. It is not motivated, you know, not inspired, you yeah, know, and yeah. that's, that's where it comes to. Because I, I know, um, and like I said, going through all these things and, and trying to find my way, that there was a lot of times, too, where I was just doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I didn't know what to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? I didn't know what my purpose was, where, 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 where I needed to be at. So, you know, I tried to occupy my time with fillers. You know what I mean? Like video games or going out or, you know, all sorts of random things and stuff like that that really have no no uh, end to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and part of that, yeah, and like you said that too, I think two of those things came to mind, like, uh, you know, I said about like having kids because I know for myself at a very, literally when I turned, I was 13 when I knew I wanted to be a dad. Yeah. Like full wholeheartedly. That's, my yeah, my niece was born and I held it for the first time. And I was going through a lot of things because, you know, you're trying to find like, unconditional love what it means to somebody to love you and care for you and I looked at her yo and I was like this is what love is like yeah. this is just where it's at so I knew I was like I need to be a dad yeah. you know and then and, and then through all the years and stuff like that and then I was going up um you know I I started to think I couldn't have kids at one point you know what I mean like you, you, I was like I ain't had no accidents no nothing like that you know what I mean like and I just started like man what if I can't have kids and and I think it was just perfect because it all goes down to everything happens for a reason absolutely I'm you a huge know believer. Yeah, yeah. Everything happens for a reason, yeah. and, and and like um like I met, I met my wife in high school, right? And we didn't start dating in high school, though. And I thank God that we didn't because I wasn't mentally ready for that kind of relationship at that point in time. Timing is everything as well. Yeah, and, and as things go up, and then and now as I got older, I realized you know what I wasn't supposed to. Date. I need to go through all these things, and she's the one that gave me my kids, and and that's my drive, my motivation, stuff like that. And what I need to you know look forward and be driven for them, yeah. you know. Um, and, 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 and all that comes to be being like a really good father and, and being there for my kids, yep, you know? Absolutely. So I know you say you ain't a dad just yet and stuff, but you know, with you and your dad, you know, what was your relationship with your dad like growing up? Um, I can't thank my dad enough. Like, um, I mean, I, I really like, it's, it's hard to put into words, like what my dad means to me. And I think growing up, I didn't really understand how much he was going to mean to me. Um, but my dad was always there for me, no matter what I needed. You know what I mean? I could always count on my dad. So I had a great relationship with my father. Um, and honestly, some of those traits were passed down from him. Um, so he's, you know, kind of taught me and molded me into the man I am today. Um, so I'm, I'm super thankful um, because I know I have friends who, you know, not that they aren't great men as well, you know what I'm saying, but they were without a dad. And I could, right. I could tell, you know, you, it – you could tell when you speak to them as, you know, a friend or a brother, there's absence there. And obviously um, it, having that father figure, I mean, usually is always a blessing. Um, so, I mean, like I said, mine, mine I'm, I'm so appreciative of, of the relationship that I have with my father. Um, so, 
you know, it's just it's just amazing that I was able to have that love, you know what I'm saying, from my dad. And it was unconditional, I could tell from him. Um, but at a, at a young age, you know, right. yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm like, you know, I don't want to be like this soft little, you know, the, the, the era that we grew up in. And, you know, I didn't want to, like, show all this love that I actually had for my dad until, like, I realized, you know, like, how could it's I okay how to show could, them? Man. It is. It is okay, and it's like, how could I not? Because exactly. of all the things that all the things that I have now, and all the positions that I'm in are, you know, hands down because of my father. Yeah, um, and, and I know what you mean too. Like, cause as as my, my closest friends, man, my 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 best best friends that I've been through, you know, thick and thin with and stuff. None of them dads were in their picture for one reason yeah. or another. You know, either they passed away too early, they was in jail, just walked away for whatever. So they dads wasn't in there. So I seen what it was like through their eyes not having a dad there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and my dad was at home, like I always say, he was in the house and stuff, and he maybe like, growing up, you know, you I'm watching, like, a lot of TV, and you see all these TV dads and what yeah. they're supposed to be, and you start painting this picture, and, like, my dad's not like that and wishing for that, but seeing my friends and how they were always so grateful and, you know, how my dad, you know, showed them love and respect made me appreciate him a whole lot more. Yep. And I was so grateful that I had him in my life and seeing him around and teaching me all these things and guiding me and, and being able just to say that he was present, you know, because I've seen what it is for other people whose dad aren't there. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, where I was going because, like I said, same thing, friends that don't have it, and they're great men. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? And their moms and whoever raised them did obviously great jobs, and those are the people that I want to be around anyways. But, you know, like you said, your dad's showing love, and um, it just makes it a lot cooler. You know, my dad always treated my friends like, like, one of us, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they're a part of the family as well, and I know they appreciated that, and my pops is the man. He's, I can't, I can't thank, thank him and love him enough, man, for real. And that, that's, that's, that's my goal with my son, man, so that I'm, I'm, I, nothing will bring me more joy than when my son gets older, man, and he just, hear how he talks about me. Yeah. You know, which is, which, I'm so blessed, you know, being able to be home, because I, I, that was my main goal, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be around my kids 24-7. Sure. You know, as much as times as I possible, that's why like, I come here Saturday nights at 9 o'clock to do my show because I need to put my kids to bed and make sure I read them a story, give my kids good night before I hit the road and do my thing. Yeah. They need to know that daddy's there. Um, and, and so far, my son, he's, he's two, almost three. He's going to be three in April. But me and him have an incredible bond because I'm with him all day long, yeah. you know. And he's, he's such awesome, a daddy's man. boy, yeah, you know. Awesome. And so I'm so grateful and hopefully to see that and trying to teach him, you know, from the things that I didn't learn, you know, and try to build some traits into him. So, so for you, like, you know, you said your, your dad has taught you a lot of things and stuff. What do you think has been like the most important thing or the biggest thing that you learned from your father? To, um, I think like just being appreciative of what I have. Um, so my dad, I was, I was, you know, growing up, um, like I said, I wasn't a daddy's boy or, right. you know what I mean? I just wanted to play this little tough guy role and, um, but my dad always made sure that I was good, and I, I just didn't realize all the things that he was doing for me until I got a little bit older, and I'm starting to be like, damn, like, I hope my dad knows how much, like, I love this dude because I didn't realize until, you know, I was always a pain in the ass, you know, always giving him trouble. I always was a brat. I wanted to do whatever and this and that, but he never made me spoiled. Everything that, like, if I needed something, food, clothes, he made sure it was there. If I wanted this pair of Jordans, you're going to go work for that. You're either going to, your grades are going to be there. You're going to learn how to save your money from either birthday cards or you can go get a job on the weekend and do something. You know what I mean? He wasn't just like, yeah, here, have it because I love you. You know what I mean? He taught me how to appreciate everything that I have to go out, work for it, and don't just treat it like, you know, 
it, like don't don't take anything for granted really um so you know the biggest thing that i've learned with my relationship with my dad is just to don't take things for granted and 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 be appreciative because i think up until maybe i went to school you know when i was in college by myself realizing i'm like damn i actually need my dad for a lot of things even when i'm away right um right. i didn't really realize until then like how much you know i kind of leaned on him and i didn't want to show it because i wanted to be a man and all these other things but um, so not, you know, take, not taking anything for granted and just being a, a, appreciating all the things that I have. I think that's what I learned, you know, from my dad, because I didn't realize how much I appreciated what he has given me until, you know, later on, later on down the road. So, yeah, no. And I think it's like that for, for all of us. I remember at one point, man, um, and I shared this before that, um, when I, when I was growing up, um, you know, I was really overweight and stuff. And I remember one time, um, you know, my dad came home. And um, and he was drunk and stuff, and he just went in on me, man, like just insulting the hell out of me for being overweight and all these things. Um, and I always remember I went to my mom, and I was like, man, I hate this dude, yeah. you know. And 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 then but then I remember the next day, you know, he came in to you know to, to apologize to me and stuff like that. And and, and you know, he he what is hit me was because he was like, you know what, like whatever I said to you was for your own good, you know. And um, at the time, the biggest thing everybody needs to know, man, nobody knows how to be a parent. Everybody's learning, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You you learning as you go, and and I started to, um, you know, grow and try to um, pride myself and just understanding people and looking behind, you know, what they really meant, yeah, yeah. you know. And I think as I got older, I understood that you know my my dad knew how much I was getting teased in school and all those things, and he was trying to find a way to motivate me or do something to try to take care of that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, was, it wasn't his intention to hurt me exactly. or to try to yeah. make me feel bad or, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's what I got what he meant. Like, you know, I was saying it for your own good. Like, I'm trying to figure something out to help you, yeah. you know, get to where you need to be. But, you know, I, as I got older in the years, you know, me and my dad's relationship has gotten so, so much better. Just this morning, man, like yesterday, um, my car had died. Um, you know, it was the alternate. And I, and I, anytime I have cars, my dad's a mechanic. So I know I call up that, your dad, yo, Perfect. like this dad, whatever. And I explained to him and stuff. And this morning he came right over to my house and replaced the alternator and stuff like that. He's like, I'm going to go home. You know what I mean? Like, and he does those things. Like, he's there for me. Like, I need him. Like, he's going to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to take care of my so son, make sure he's good. Yeah. You know, so those are the things that I, that I've learned to appreciate from my dad and, and try to, try to, you know, teach on to my son and be it and hopefully have a relationship. Now, I know you don't have. You know, kids, yeah, like you said, you mentioned you want to have kids at some point in the future. Uh, one of my biggest goals in life is to be just a great father. So, daughter, son, whatever it is, like, that's one of my, like, biggest goals, you know. So when you get to that point, because even for myself, I, I know, like I said, since 13, I know I want to be a dad and started to um, think about things that I wanted to teach my kids, yeah. you know, and implement them to, to try to be there and show them, you know, for you, do you have any ideas of any, uh, you know, like uh, morals or things that you want to try to imply to your children when you, when you have them? Yeah. I mean, again, same things that my dad kind of passed on to me, um, making sure that I don't take things, take things for granted. I don't care if, you know, I'm a millionaire, my son or my daughter or whatever is going to have to appreciate what they get. Right. right. I mean, they're going to have to work for it. Um, there's not going to be, you know, no easy shortcuts, handouts. Um, obviously, I'm going to try and put them in the best positions for them to succeed. But like I said, my dad made me really work, understand what it's like to work hard and feel rewarded when you when, when, when that hard work pays off. You know what I mean? So um, definitely that, um, to be to be respectful and, and not judgmental. Um, you know what I mean? Because I think... I think I, I think I was when I was a lot younger. Um, you know, I 
was the athletic kid, um, the always in shape, the like good at a lot of things, and like you know, and I don't want to say I was a bully because I, I I really never hoped that you know I I put those intentions on somebody like you know I don't think I was, but I think I didn't really understand that you know not everybody's like me and everybody's different and like for example like you you were a little bit overweight and I never really had to deal with that and kids didn't make fun of me they wanted to be with me and like me and right. so um you know I had to learn you know not to be judgmental that was another thing as well and just kind of you know just don't don't judge a book by its cover and kind of just you know take everybody for who they are so that's another thing um you know be respectful that that's that's just common um common knowledge that you know, anybody should be respectful and be treated how you want to be. Um, I've learned that, you know, throughout the years. And uh, just like you said, nobody's ready to be a parent. So you got you kind of have to adjust as you go. Um, yeah, but yeah. you got to adjust as you go because I know my dad, like, you know, he came over from Italy. Um, so he grew up with way different, you know, morals and upbringings and different ways of going about life when you're a kid than, than I did. And, you know, technology came into play and, um all these other things, and, like, you know, he listens to country music, and, like, I want to be a rapper and a singer, and, you know, all these other things, and so I know my dad was kind of just adjusting and just making sure that I was happy and that, you know, that I knew he was there for me, even when I didn't, like, you know, even when I didn't tell him, like, I know that you're there for me, he, right, you know, right. he, he made sure that I knew that, um, and, you know, he, he adjusted, so um, I, I see that with a lot of parents, and I think, you know, that's just one thing that I want to take into, you know, fatherhood as well. You know, it's just all about adjusting and just making sure your kids feel safe and that, sh that you know, you're there for them no matter what. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely important. And, you know, it's just learning. And I'm, I'm a very strong believer, too, like, you know, like in a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. You know what I mean? Because not everybody goes through everything and people may have different tactics. And, and, and I say this time and time again, like, even if you would implement the same playbook that your parents did on you your child's gonna be completely different because a different person they're gonna yeah. handle things differently different you know? society when when i have a child ch just everything's gonna be different so right yeah. you know so it definitely takes that and like you said you, you know you were heavy into sports and stuff like that so what, what, what were your like your biggest sports that you were in in school um baseball so my first sport was soccer my dad was a semi-professional soccer player before he got injured met my mom you know how the story goes um so he played soccer and that was kind of the first sport that he put me into obviously that's a sport that he best that he loves so my first sport was soccer and then um I started playing baseball baseball was huge around here the Yankees were like the best team in all of sports and we're right, close right. to New York and that obviously played an influence and soccer wasn't as big as it is now you know um it wasn't as worldwide um over you know in Italy or different countries like that it was it was it was awesome but in America it wasn't really it wasn't really a big thing right um so it started off being soccer um it ended up being baseball, but I love basketball as well. So I played throughout high school. I played baseball and basketball, and then I played baseball in college. So my longest, you know, sport career was was in baseball. But um, I'm still I'm still hooping today. So you know, yeah. once you hoop, you you don't stop. You know, it's, it's, yeah, man. So and and then, then not like I said, like it takes the village because I know a, a big thing in, in sports is you know you you learn a lot of different things. I mean, you have your coach, you have that influence, uh, and all those things. Learning. So I mean, for you and going through sports and stuff like that, what are some of the takeaways for for life that you learn from sports? Yeah, uh, one is definitely learn how to deal with failure. That's a huge one, and and baseball is a game of failure, right? Everybody will say this typical saying, um, you you. Uh, three out of ten times, if you you know you get a hit as a hitter, you're a Hall of Famer, right? right. And that's that's thirty percent. Think about anything else, and thirty percent is usually failing. 
You know what I'm saying? If your grade is a 30%, it's horrible. But in baseball, you know, you got to live to learn with the failures, move on. Um, so definitely dealing with failure and um, um, adversity, man, adversity. A lot of things come with sports, um, injuries, uh, you know, not being the best on the field, um, not being the best on the field that day or, like, you know, having – being the best on the field and then not performing. And then, you know, you feel like, you know, the team is the team is, is on your shoulders. And when you can't bring that team to a win, it, it just, you know, everything comes down on you and you feel like shit. And, you know, so definitely, definitely adversity. Um, I've learned a lot through that. And, um, you know, I, with baseball, it was just a lot, of, a lot of mental games. So get the mind strong, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that definitely helped me. And, you know, just staying dedicated because, you know, you could see, especially, especially in sports, when you put the work in, it pays right. off. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned throughout my sports all the practice that I put in. If I if I put in the amount of hours I did on a basketball court, or baseball court, and you know, uh, music even for example, I put my hours in for music, but not like I did when I was you know when I, when I was playing sports. You couldn't get me out the gym. When the lights came off on the streets, I was still out there shooting. Um, so I learned that you know just just putting in that work can get you the rewards, but it may not get you it as soon as you think. So you got to be patient. Um, so it, there's so so much that sports has has taught me, and I, I I encourage everybody. And you know, when I have my kids, as we keep talking about, I'm definitely gonna, you know, I'm not gonna force them to do anything. Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna obviously, you know, try and instill sports because it's not just, uh, you know, people say it's just a game. It is, but you learn a lot from it. You know what I oh, mean? Definitely. And, and and it could it could be a career for some people. So, um, I, I mean, I wouldn't take any of my you know any of my sports backgrounds back. For anything, so and they talk about yeah, it's just a game, but these guys getting paid top dollar. These, these dudes I mean? are providing for right? their family, um, so you know. yeah, it it is a game. And when when you're in those mental battles, you got to think, you know, it's just a game. But at the same time, you know, is it just a game for these kids that come from nothing and yeah. they have an opportunity to make it to the NFL and the NBA and all these places? It's not really just a game to them. Know what I mean? Like this is that's that's how their family's gonna eat. This is that that's their ticket. People really be like, you know, that's the ticket. And it's it's I mean, it's amazing that you know somebody can play a game that they love, put all those hours in, and to have it pay off like that. It's it's like sports. Sports is sports is where the unthinkable can happen. You know what I mean? So definitely, it's definitely. it's it's an, it's amazing to me. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing too. Like, well, with my daughter, you know, trying to get her into the air. It was one of the toughest times is uh, she, she was like, you know, I want to play soccer. She was like, all up into soccer. So I was like, all right, cool. So we got her into soccer and stuff. And um, uh, and she was out there playing. But, um, and it's something I got to stick with her too. But she, if she can get the ball, she'd get upset and take all these fits and these tantrums. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, man, like, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, because there were some other kids. I mean, there was this other kid out there on the soccer field, man. I, kid was like five years old. Cause I was like five years old. My daughter was like five. And this dude was like three something, but I mean, he was burning circles out there, man. I'm looking, I'm like, yo, this kid is a beast, man. He's a beast, you know. And 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 you know, you kind of just as a parent, you're like, damn, what about my kid? You try to figure out, but you know, my my daughter's into different things, you know. I mean, like she loves swimming, so we, you know, we got her into swimming now, you know. So she's doing that, and I definitely, like you said, I want to get her into involved into sports. Her and my son, you know, to get out there because I. I wish I'd done more sports, you know, in school, and I wish I would have played basketball. Cause I love playing basketball myself too, you know. What I mean, yeah. I didn't play in school because I had to go work and stuff, you know, help the family out and things like that. But I, that also taught me different things at a very young age too. Exactly. You know, I remember like my, my mom was one of those things too. I remember she she was up until a certain point when I any video game that I wanted, I had. Mm-hmm. 
I had the Nintendo sipping all of them, right? Yeah. So when the Xbox came, I was like, "Yo, mama want the Xbox." She was like, well, "You're 15, get a job." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> right. Like, oh, whatever. So I was like, "All right, you know, I went and got a job, and I will never forget him." And I was, I was working. It was called Growing to Feet in the Stanford Mall, and they also had like a Hello Kitty store like next door. So it was like kind of two in one. I was working in both places and stuff. Um, you know, and I worked a couple weeks and got my paycheck. Man, I went to go to to uh, EB Games, and I was like, "Word, let me get the Xbox." I was like, "Yeah, that's gonna be 300 something." I was like. My whole check. Like, I don't even know if I want to. Like, do I even want it anymore? Yeah, <laughs> like, right? I just say, you know, you know. But that that again, like, you know, it's a learning. It's yeah, a learning lesson. You know, yeah. they taught me that, and you know, appreciating that. Like now, you know, and that's something that too. Like, I try to teach my my daughter. You know, like what it is to to know what it is to value things that you have exactly. and be grateful. That's one of the things too. Like every night, you know, um, right before we go to bed, like all right, I look, we go to me and my wife tell my daughter, like all right, what are you grateful for today? What so I mean something that today that you're grateful for, you know, and she knows that every night, and she starts saying things to get her accustomed to being grateful and appreciating the things that she has. Awesome. Because, like, me and my family, I'm the youngest from my mom, right? Um, and the thing with me though is that my mom had two miscarriages before she had me, and then when she was pregnant with me, the doctor was like, "Yo, you're either gonna have an abortion or you're gonna die during labor." So one of y'all gotta go, pretty Jeez. much, you know. And she's like, yeah, "Well, we're gonna see what happens," you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so I, she always says that too, like I'm her miracle baby. And I know like my family has always, um, and I some of the guys too, like they always put a lot on my shoulders, you know, like they, ever since Zelda's like, yo, Freddie's going to be the one that's going to be successful and he's going to be the one to do this and do all that stuff. So they've always taken care of me Im- immensely. Like, you just say that I was spoiled. They say, everybody says I'm spoiled. I say I'm very well taken care of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good like, way to look at it. And that's, and that's transitioning to my kids, which I knew was going to happen, you know, like with, with my, with my daughter and like with my car, actually, like my alternator went down. I was like, you know, how am I going to pay for this? My mom was like, you know, I'll buy you the alternator. Your dad will install it, you know, because my, my grandbabies can't be without a car. Yeah. Not even you, my grandbabies <laughs> can't be without a car. That's, yeah. You know, my, my, my sister picked up my niece yesterday. Well, she, she works at the school at Rogers. So I had to, cause my car died, I had her, you know, bring my daughter home. Yeah. So she got in the car and, um, I guess my daughter was like, oh, you know, my, my feet, my, the she, my sneakers hurt my feet and this, that or whatever. So my sister just texted me today, like, yeah, what size is it? What size is an island? I'm like, I know she's going to buy her her sneakers. Perfect. You know what I mean? Taking care of, and, yeah. and, and I appreciate that. I'm not taking it for granted, but I let her yeah. know like, Hey, you know, be thankful for all this is going on. Cause nobody got to do this for you. you yeah. Know, they do this nah. cause they love you and then they, they looking after you. So be appreciative and be grateful. So she, she understands that now and she's turning six. Yeah. Now that's yeah. it's huge. It's huge because, like I was saying before, like you know, I don't think I really understood that you know all those things. You know, somebody's getting me for something. I'm like, cool. This is what they're supposed to do when I'm younger. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I'm expecting all these things when I'm younger. And then, um, you know, just like I said, all the things that my dad did. Just I was like, all right, you know, I got to work for this now. And then when you get it, it's rewarding. And like, I love that feeling. Let mm-hmm. me go work a little bit harder to get something else I want. Um, kind of thing. So that, exactly what you were saying is kind of tying back into, to you know how I was raised too. So it's 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 amazing to see you know the things that, it, the effect it could have on you know us kids. Yeah, you know definitely, and 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 you know I, you always wonder if you're doing right by your kids and stuff, and, and you know you're always second guessing yourself as a parent, and um, you know that my my biggest joy for myself and every single time is that when people talk about my daughter, like oh you know she's so respectful, or she wants to be so helpful, or she's so kind and caring, and she's sweet. And I'm like. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried if she could recite the alphabet or if she could do mm-hmm. math super fast or yeah. if she could jump. No, she's a great person. Like, yeah. That's my ultimate goal. I want them to be great people. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I gave you so a lot, so much going on in this world, especially now, is that you know we need more of that. People who genuinely oh, just care. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like and just want to be there and and loving and not 
creating all the separation and, and, and then kind of like just going on top like just coming in now like and, and just touching on like on the door it's like you know if you're fully vaccinated no mask if you're unvaccinated you need to wear a mask and it's like segregation just happened like 50 years ago yeah. like we coming right back into this shit again yeah you know I, I, mean? I, like, I feel it's, like it's, it's yeah I feel like it's a never ending thing to be honest whether it's actual segregation or you know I mean I don't like to get really into politics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I hate I, I don't I don't I don't look enough into it and I I don't want to stress myself out about it um, but you know, it's, it's always something. And I feel like there's so many hidden agendas that we probably have no idea what's going on. So yeah. it's like at, at this point, like what, like what, what can, I feel like, what can we do at times, you know? And then that's what I got. That's why I focus like on my kids is to be great people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just be genuinely good, caring people. Don't worry about, you know, what, what's happening, you know, there's what people look like. Out of, out of your control. Right. Things that are out of your control. You know, just be kind, loving, sweet to anybody and everybody. As long as you that man, you you'll you'll go far. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, yeah. that's what I want to focus on them. Um and, and, and you know, we kinda of going all over place in time back and stuff, but I know like, you know, you said going from sports, yeah, um, yeah. and now you're focusing a lot more on the music. So since how long have you been into the music thing or well, how's that been a passionate back or like when did you get into that? Yeah, so I I love music, like since I was very, very young. Um Always was headphones on kind of person, um, especially when I was at home. I, for whatever reason, I just, I loved music. Um, I loved the way it made me feel, you know what I mean? The energy it gave me. Um, so I used to, you know, write poems and my own little raps. And then, of course, I saw 8 Mile and I'm like, oh, this could actually happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like a huge, you know, as a, as a white person trying to, you know, I don't like the term rapper. I I, I prefer like artist. Yeah, um, yeah. For some reason, I feel like rapper. You kind of get put in this box, and like people start assuming like what you may be talking about or what you're trying to portray. And for whatever reason, some some people are like, oh, you're a rapper. Like I don't know. It just gives me a weird. But anyways, back to the eight mile. Like that's like you know for 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 me especially. Like you see that and you're like, wow, like this is dope. So. Um, you know, I started writing my own raps and um, this and that. And like I said, my dad listened to, you know, all this country. He actually just wanted me to stay away from rap because, you know, as a typical parent, um, especially in those day and age when all, it was, all of it was coming out, all the nonsense, and he's like, you know, I don't want you listening to this. My mom loved it. So my mom yeah. was like, my mom loved it. She was all for it. And she's like, my mom is, my mom, my dad was like the super, like, I, I want to say strict, like making sure everything's like, you know, uh, working properly and it's got to be this way and my mom's just like yeah if you like it that's cool you know what I'm saying like we could, yeah you want a CD cool so my first rap CD was Nelly Country Grammar my mom got it for me we hid it from my dad for like a month until he <laughs> saw it in my yeah so and um, he really couldn't I mean like you know my dad has learned to just love me and realize that like I haven't changed because, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm still a good person, the person that he wanted me to be kind of, you know what I mean? I still have all those values, no matter whether I'm listening to rap or country, it, it doesn't really matter. Like at first he hated that I had tattoos, but you know, it didn't change me. So he kind of accepted it and, you know, I'm also becoming a man. So I make my own decisions at a certain point in time, but, um, uh, the music. Um, so yeah, I just always been into it. And, um, to be honest, I, like I said, I was just always writing some stuff and I was super creative. I always liked to draw. So I was always into art. Um, I was always doing something that was either, you know, something artistic. Right, right. And so my boy, who you also know, Aunt Scat, mm -hmm. um, I became cool with his little cousin, one of my best friends, Dill. And I was going over to his house. They had, he was making beats at the time. They put a microphone in, they were making songs, and I'm kind of just sitting there in the background, like, 
you know, like, like I didn't, like, I never wrote a rap before. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is dope. So one day I finally, like, got the courage and I was like, yo, can I, like, can I write? Like, maybe get on a track with you guys. They were older, so, like, I'm looking up to these dudes, you know. And they were like, yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I'm used to writing. So I wrote and I, I recorded my verse and they're like, what the fuck? They're like, this shit's fire, this and that. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, like, it, it like, I was like, all right, cool. Like, my everything, like... It's accepted, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was obviously nervous of putting out, you know, a verse or letting people hear my stuff, and then, you know, everybody liked it, and that obviously is encouraging. Um, so I started to, you know, write a little bit more, make a couple more tracks, and um, it was just really fun. It was just something to kind of keep us out of trouble and, like, just something to do um, and kept me creative. Um, so obviously sports was always, like, my my right, eyes were right. my eyes were on sports. Like I wanted to be professional. This that um, that that was my main goal. Um, and then obviously when I realized that that might not happen, it's probably not going to happen. I started to you know put more effort into the music. Um, it was just kind of like a fallback. And I don't want to say like you know this this is uh, Plan B or anything like that. But I just had more time, and you know I was I was a little bit more invested because it was growing. Mm -hmm. I was growing as a person. I was growing as an artist. A lot more people were starting to hear my shit and. They, they were fucking with it. So I'm like, this is great. Like, I didn't really expect this much love and this much feedback, um, positive feedback, I should say. So it just kind of grew, like, over time, just really organically. And um, a lot of people were just appreciating that I was just being me. And I really wasn't trying to put on an image or try to do this and do that and, like, kind of, you know, fill, fit in with all the things that were going on. I was just kind of rapping about, like, baseball, for example, like, oh, you made this sound dope, and it's about baseball. Like, you know, people were used to hearing that 50 Cent and all that shit. So um, it was uh, just it, organically. You know, I just started to fuck with the music more and more, get get more and more feedback, and it kind of just pushed me into, like, all right, cool, maybe I could, like, actually do this. Um, if, if it becomes a career, amazing. Um, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Right, right. Um, although sometimes taking that leap can, can get you to that next level. Um, so it's a risk that should be taken at times. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I just I just love music. And whether, you know, it brings me to provide for my family, like, you know, we talked about with the sports and all that, like, that would be amazing. If I could do it for a career, that would be amazing. If not, you know, I don't regret it at all because I'll probably be right until I'm 50 in the basement and nobody will hear those songs. But, like, I love doing it. Exactly, exactly. So, it, like, yeah, back to, like, the main question, it just kind of grew organically. I just kind of, like just into it forever and then just started I just, I, I, yeah it just it just happened man i can't like it wasn't like oh yeah this is what i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying it just happened and, and, happened. I'm, and like you said like that too like you said you don't want to call it like plan b or anything like that and you know i know a lot of times that that um people always say like oh you should have a backup plan if plan a doesn't feel but then i also heard like say if you have no plan b then you have no choice but to make plan a work that's that's what i mean yeah, sometimes <laughs> you, know I mean? you need to take sometimes you need to take that leap um Sometimes you need to quit that job that you're holding on to for security and just put everything into that. And then, like you said, you you have no choice but to really make it at that point, either that or you fail and start over. Right, um, right. But well, at least you know you gave it your all. You, you know gave what I mean? it exactly. Like, and that, that's the first thing. Exactly. Like, you know, if if, if you 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 uh, you start half and stuff or not, you know, give it all your attention, then you know you don't know what's gonna happen. Or if you quit too soon or whatever, at least you can say, you know what, I gave it everything that I had and it didn't work out for me. So now at least I, I don't have to wonder what if. Yeah. You know, it's, and that's that's the biggest thing you want to live. It's with. hard. It's hard to live with the what ifs. Yeah, um, it's hard to live with them. Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, like I, like I said, I, I, I'll never knock somebody for putting all their eggs in that one basket. And you know what I'm saying? If you if you think you got it, and then, then do it. Um, right. Me right. personally, I haven't taken that leap yet. Um, I, I like the, you know, security, and I'm also able to do it how I want to right now. So it, I, I feel like I haven't really needed to make that change because I'm able to still do music when I want to. I have that freedom. I can, you know, go in the studio today, tomorrow, tonight, in the morning. Like, you know, I, it's not, yeah, whenever. So um, is there is there more that I think I can be doing to, to get me to that next level? Probably, you know what I mean? But it, it, I'm also, like, I'm also, uh, I'm bad I'm getting FaceTime. My girl Bunny. Shout out Jen Bunny. FaceTime you back after. Um yeah, like uh, you know, I'm I'm as as long as I've been doing the music, like I'm still new to the industry. So like some guidance would be nice, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody can always use just Definitely. a little. You know, I'm I'm not afraid to be like, oh yeah, I would love to have a helping hand, somebody to just be like, yo, I think this will be a little bit better for you. Um, I haven't taken that leap yet, man. To be honest, and um, I, I mean, I'm comfortable. I don't I don't really want to put myself in a situation that's going to take away my freedom. Or you hear about all these people who kind of get in bad deals and yeah. they can't wait to get out of them and things like that. And, and nowadays, now is like the easiest time to be independent. Not that it's easy at all, right? But if there's a time to kind of do it on your own and maybe just make partnerships instead of actually signing everything, this is the time to do it. So. Um, I'm 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 trying to be like comfortable, um, and sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone to you know what I'm saying make make the right moves. But um, that's just where I'm at with it all right now. Um, and you know I just started personal training as well, so that's something that I've always been into as well. So I'm trying to balance them both. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that 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 personal training money because I'm not making money off my music. I'm not monetizing yet. Right. And. Once I got to that point, it'd be a lot easier to just be like, all right, cool, I'm making money yeah, off definitely. this now. Now I can put my all into it. I'm not there yet, unfortunately. Um, so that backup plan, or not the backup plan, but you know, the other source of income is helping me invest into the music. So well, you need it, you know, yeah. you, you kind of need yeah. it. And sometimes people get stuck without it when they try and put their all in. Um, so that's just where I'm at. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that you're wrong for doing this. This is where I'm at. I'm comfortable with making that income and investing it. You know, I also have bills. I got my own house, um, you know, all these other things that I want to provide for. So to try and just sit there and try to monetize my music while having all these other needs or maybe wants, like, I just need that other source of income. And that's where I'm at with the music, you know. Absolutely. Cause like it was just it just it's just funny that you said that because actually just before you know and even a couple episodes ago I when I sat down with Carl and stuff and he had brought that up like you yeah. know you know use your job as your number one investor Facts. you know and I've done that too like when I started my whole T shirt thing you know what I mean like I went and I said you know what I, I didn't have much of a choice because I got laid off from my job they 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 shut they bought us out and they laid everybody off yeah. you know what I mean. So I had no choice but, but I was like, you know, let me go into this t-shirt thing and, and do it. And it's been great, you know I mean? I've been able to do that and stuff like that. But now that I got kids and, you know, more and more bills and stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? I need to I need to get back in the field. So I, you yeah. know, I'm getting back to work again. For but, sure. But now I have a whole different mindset. You know, I have a whole different goal of what I'm going to use that income for and how I'm going to be able to branch off and do my own thing and stuff. Um, so like we say going into the whole music things like that. I want to play your new track. I know you just dropped me on one too. You know what I'm saying? It's called Too Much, right? So, so, so give yeah, us a little feedback on that. It's actually unreleased. So oh. I haven't dropped it yet. I wanted to give you some release, <laughs> and it's a uh, yeah, it's a yeah, newer, no, it's a just... newer feel, a newer vibe that I've been going towards. I've been experimenting a lot recently. Man, I've been I've been music uh, during the quarantine. Man, I was I was stressing. Um, music mm-hmm. gave music brought me a lot of anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. Definitely 
mental health is a huge thing. Not Absolutely. afraid to talk about it. I've been dealing with, you know what I'm saying, my own fair share of problems, anxiety, all that shit. But um, music, like, all I had during the quarantine was really my music and video games. I was on fucking Call of Duty with my boys, or I was making music. And I was actually injured at the time, so I couldn't work out, which is a huge part of my daily routine. So I couldn't do that. So everything I was doing with my music, I was just stressing way too much. Everything had to be perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, that's just the kind of person I am. I'm, I'm a perfectionist, and I was stressing everything. It was just bringing a lot of anxiety into my music. And I'm still trying to get over it because it fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Because I was putting so much goddamn pressure on my music that like I started to like not like doing it at, at a certain point in time. And I looked at it, and I was like, yo, I feel like I'm going in here and doing homework. Yeah. When it yeah. should feel like recess. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I want to go in and have fun, and I, and I just want to be able to create and not have to feel like I'm forcing anything. Um, so these newer vibes, um, I don't think I put a lot out that sounds like this too much song. And that's the reason I wanted to send it to you, play it. Obviously I wanted your feedback. Um, it, it, I, I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I'm creating and I'm experimenting a little bit more, um, with a different sound. Um, that's where I'm at. So I'm trying to find that, you know, that, that creative freedom again and not, I don't want to stress when I get in the studio, man, for real. I just want to, I just want to let it be free and, However it feels and whoever takes it, some people are going to like it, some people don't. I don't care because I'm really fucking with the new music that I make. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this is unreleased, um, but it's one of those those newer vibes that I'm that I'm going towards. So. I will appreciate it. Well, we're going to drop let's that right now. Let's, let's let let's it run, let it run it right run. now. I've been doing what I want too much. Too much, too much. Try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much. You was worried about your own, yeah. I've been doing what I want too much. Too much, too much. Said I try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much. You was worried about your own too much. A hundred on the dash in my mind, I'm racing. And baby, if I crash, I just hope it's your place. And I'm getting overwhelmed, I ain't even get famous. Cause I get spotted everywhere, I'm like a Dalmatian. Fake handshakes and a fake relations. Why you think I'm always trying to book a vacation? I can smell the bullshit, it's not my fragrance. I prefer the lavender whenever I'm anxious. anxious. Whenever I'm anxious. Always anxious. Start to lose patience. Losing my patience. You should go and get your attitude braces. Good damn girl, you need to be straight. If you give it, I'll take it. I just need a location. I just need a little love, red wine and a drizzy playlist on rotation. I've been doing what I want too much. Too much, too much. Try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much. You was worried about your own, yeah. I've been doing what I want too much. Too much, too much. Said I try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much. You was worried about your own too much. I've been on the way like a jet ski, yeah. Model chick said she glad that she met me. Know the ex ones mad that they let me. I bring them all together and get down if they let me. If they let me, but man, they would never. Better chance of getting free dance at 11. Should we throw like three bands at 11? No ones, that ain't even what we spend for the session, yeah. Like, damn, what a wheel. Vibes on a hundred, bottles on frio. Pouring up the casa, I'm with all of my amigos. Look around the club, like, damn, where did she go? Like, damn, what a night we had. Night we and damn, this life ain't bad. Life ain't damn, bad. I've been on the path to peace for my friend. Like, fuck all that. I've been doing what I want, yeah. Said, I've been doing what I want, yeah. And I try to put you on. But you was worried about your own. I've been doing what I want, yeah. 
Said I've been doing what I want, yeah, yeah And I try to put you on, yeah But you was worried about your own I've been doing what I want too much Too much, too much Try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much You was worried about your own, yeah I've been doing what I want too much, too much, too much. Said I try to put you on, but you was worried about your own too much. You was worried about your own too much. Yo, give it up, yo, give it up, man. It is, yo, you sent it to me, right? So I was like, all right, cool, let me see what this is. And I played it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm always a fan, just like chill, mellow, you know what I mean? Like, should relax and stuff like that. Like, I'm just, you know... That's just my type of music. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially now, you know, things that make sense to have a message as you just talking about things, you know, getting to all your chest. Like, I feel like I'm getting old saying this, man, but now, now some most of this new music that I be hearing on the radio, I don't even listen to the radio like that, man. Like, because I, I, I just I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't vibe with it. Yeah, I, I, I can't vibe with it. You know I what I mean? It. Like, you know, so I, I, I'm, I've always been one of those, like, the storytellers. I've been into poetry because I think, like, that's what it comes to, like, Rap or hip hop and stuff like that is it's poetry, man. Yeah. It's a flow, it's a story, and things are going on. So um it's definitely an ill vibe. I'm really feeling thank that you, jam. I know I plus sent it to Carl too and I sent it to him. I was like, yo, have this ready for the show tonight. You know, and then like a couple minutes later he was like, Yo, this track is fire, bro. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Much so, love, so much love. Definitely Appreciate love you your guys. track, man. You're yeah, thank you, it. thank you. Yeah, nah, it's 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 a vibe. Like I, I every time I listen to it, I'm like, damn this shit. It's just a, it just make me feel good. And that's what I'm obviously hoping to do for for the listener as well. But you know, um, I love I love where I'm going with the music right now, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I got a couple more like that. Got a couple more on the way. A couple things in the stash that I'm trying to figure out how I want to drop in video, all that stuff. So I appreciate I appreciate the no, love. Though. We appreciate feel it, the man. love, man. It, man. Thank man. you, thank I you. Got, I gotta play for my because my daughter loves all these music too. She, yeah, that's awesome. You know what's so crazy, man? Which which you know, my, like. You, sometimes you have trouble motivating yourself. You know what I mean? Like you, you yeah, we talked about that. You go earlier, through that. You yeah. try to find to do that. You yeah, know, facts. but my daughter is 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 my biggest fan. You know, and she supports me so much. Like I, I did a couple of weeks ago. I hosted this event for um, Designs by Lady. It was doing an outdoor movie night, and they had me um, host the. Uh, the, the costume contest Fire. you know and there's a little clip that I posted on because I didn't catch it but I was out there you know doing my thing and stuff like that and somebody caught my daughter and she was like that's my dad that's my dad and I'm like yeah you know see, like, a, yeah, see you know? like I can't wait for that as a father man that's you know, awesome it's it's crazy like that's even dope. now she'll, she'll go and, and you know we'll meet new people she's like hi my name is Nyla Cortez this is my dad Freddie Fox and he has a show <laughs> and he makes t-shirts and he's really good and he should, I'm like that's, that's amazing I, I don't man. need it you know that's amazing that's how I feel like my mom is with me now. <laughs> Everywhere I go, yeah, but this is my son. He makes music and this and that, you know. But it's just the love that you that you share. You know what I'm saying? But it's amazing. I, I felt like that about my dad too. But um, you, I, I remember it was a point earlier when you said your dad was a mechanic, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, my dad. I feel like my dad is everything for me. Mechanic. Every time I got something wrong with the car, yo pops, what the hell is this? What is this signal? Yo, I got something wrong in the basement. What is it? Oh, this is what you got to do. And I was just thinking about it, and uh, I meant to bring it up. And, but it's crazy that, you know what I'm saying, How, what an impact you can have on your kids or just anybody in general. But, like, you said your dad's a mechanic. Like, I know what my dad does, but I'm like, I think that motherfucker's everything. For me, he was everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's great. It's 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 really it's really amazing. So Yeah, no, and, and it's crazy to see, man, because, you know, you, again, as a parent, like, you don't, really see I guess the impact or like how much your kids really absorb from you yeah and so you hear it from others and you're like oh man like that's 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 all me man that's 
that's, that's, that's coming from the things that I say, things that I, like, I yeah, felt right. so, because yeah. my daughter was telling me, she was like, you know, dad, um, the other day at school, you know, um, this boy, he was rocking in his chair, and he was rocking, and he fell back, and he hit his head, and I said, see, see, I told you, and I was that's like, oh, God, <laughs> like, every time you like, see, see, see? like, I mean, that's it, you know, that's so, it. so nah, it that's sticks, hilarious, man. yeah. Um, but no, man. Uh, back to this track, man. And it's fire, man. And definitely, like I said, I listen to a bunch of the other music and stuff like that. And you, a, it you. is a little bit different from from what you normally put out. I think so too. You know, but I, I definitely, you know, love where you go with your music and thank what you, you do, with, and then you're very, very talented, man. Appreciate so, it. You know, just keep at it, man. You gonna you gonna get to that point and be successful and stuff. Yeah, you in the grind, you know. But like we said, we got bills to pay and take care of, man. But you are very, very good at your craft, man. Thank so you. Please I appreciate keep doing it. that. Man. I appreciate you. Um, you know, so I know we kind of winding down, man. So I got two last questions for you as we wrap it up here. Yes, sir. Um, so, so my very first question to you, man. Um, in your life, man, what do you feel has been the best advice you've ever received? Damn, I don't know. That's hard. Best advice. Shit. I, I mean, there's probably so many moments that I'll think of as soon as I leave and be like, damn, that's what I should have said. You know how that goes. Um, the, I mean, the first one, right off the top of my head, I actually, um, so it was my sophomore year, and my coach uh, went through this whole thing. The NCAA be, you know, on the coach's asses for a reason. He, he couldn't coach us for that specific year, so my assistant coach stepped up. And for a lot of us, it was kind of like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the assistant coach, sometimes they don't get the respect they deserve kind of thing. There was this one uh, a speech. He was he was just hyping us up. And he said, he said, attitude, energy, and effort. Those are three things that we can control. And he goes, just just focus on that and we'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? I think I think we were getting some bad calls from the umps or whatever the case was, and you know he got us fired up, and that shit stuck with me forever because it's not just about baseball. I mean, right, it was right. perfect for that game, but attitude, energy, and effort—that's what you can control. I mean, I'm like I, I think about that still, you know, all the time, and I'm like, damn, if I, you know, your attitude towards this positive, it'll you know positive outcome hopefully, but your attitude, your energy, your effort—if you just focus on those things. And, and put all those things into, you know, what you're trying to do, fatherhood, music, whatever the case may be, you know, um, you live with the results, but, you know, they, they should be good and no what ifs, you know what I mean? And yeah, like yeah. we said before, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, especially in this world today. Um, so, you know, you kind of just got to focus on the things that you can control, and those are three main things. Um, so that, that stuck with me. That stuck with me for a long time. Shout out Coach Cole. No, that's, that's that's deep, man. Attitude, energy, and effort. He said it, and I was just in the middle of the game, and I'm like, "That's fucking fire." Excuse, can I curse on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I didn't know. <laughs> no, no. I didn't know. Like, I was thinking, and you were like, "I know your your my daughter watches the show," and I'm like, "Shit, I hope she's not like." Uh, but um, yeah, man, that that stuck with me, and I still think about it. So, like I said, there's probably a million different times the advice, but like, I don't know. That was the first one that came to mind. No, man, that's that's some powerful stuff because I yeah. think a lot of people, you know. Um, and I mean, and I think I got posted on it the other day and stuff. It, it's easy to blame others, you know. What I mean, like it's just scapegoat and stuff. You're like, oh, sure. I didn't do this because of this person, or I just didn't sure. get that, whatever. But like, what stop you from taking your life into your own hands? Yeah, sometimes you gotta just look internally and then you know go from there. And then that's that's been a lot of like development for myself, like over these last couple of years. Like, and and I know you you touched on it a little bit too, but I know for myself, like just a lot of depression and anxiety and, and all these things and. and a lot of that comes from what ifs, 
some of that things come from as well things that I that I think sit back now and look back as like you know I could have changed that situation if I really put in the right energy. I'm saying put in the effort and had the right attitude. You know I would have been able to to put that into my favor, but I chose to be negative or or, or anything like that. And that's even now like with my daughter, um, and I always say this because again I'm trying to like you know guide them in the right path and things that I do with her. But like you know she'll come to school and, and. She'll say, "Oh, this happened." I was like, I don't don't talk about the bad that happened at school. Yeah. Like, don't focus on the negative things. You, you're quick to bring up the, the the bad things that happen. Just let it go. That's what society I feel like teaches us. Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, it's just it's just everything is always just no negativity sells. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm trying to teach. Is different is just really focus on the positive yeah. and really have the right vibes and the right mentality and things like that to to a believer in in the law of attraction or the law of the universe. Think, be, think good things and good things happen. I mean, that's what you can control, yeah. you know, and that, that's what's in your hands. Um, so, so lastly, then my last question for you is: while we wrap this up, is um, you know, looking back on, on younger generation or people coming after us, what's one piece of advice you would like to give to them? Hmm. Be yourself. Be unique. It sounds super cliche, but you know, um, you just like. Like like I was saying, like I, I wouldn't force my kids to be anything, um, you know what I mean, or to play sports or whatever. You know, you kind of just have to let them, let 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 somebody, especially the younger generation coming up, because it's it's you know one is difficult times now, and I feel like you know there will be something difficult when I have a kid, and you know it just that's just how the world happens. And but you know like it's it's not easy as a as a kid um, growing up, and right. a lot of things change very quickly. Um, and I was talking, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like when you're 18 and you go to school, like they make you like pick your major and like, this is what you want to do. And like, I, I picked accounting cause my dad was an accountant at the time. I, f- I fucking hate accounting. I, I hate that shit. I will never sit behind a desk. I personally can't do it. Right. I have too much anxiety to sit behind a desk all day. Like I'm an anxious ass person. I like being on the move. I like going, you know what I mean? Um, I can't do it. So I chose accounting because I thought that, you know, I could make a lot of money and, you know, my dad does it and like, you know, everybody's always going to need an accountant and like the whole business aspect of everything, like business is always going to be around. That's one thing that, you know, we're always going to need to, to kind of keep society going. And I was like, I could branch off, but like I picked accounting, like I hate that shit and I'm still trying to figure it out. I just started personal training, right? I've always been into fitness, always been into all that shit. I'm just, I'm 28. I'm just starting to feel like, okay, I could really make this personal training a career that I really love, you know? So, um, be yourself. Don't, don't let nobody force you into anything. Um, you know, whatever you like, you like, and you just kind of got to be happy at the end of the day, because like I said, I'm in these accounting classes. I'm like, this shit's miserable and I'm not happy. And like, I probably would have learned a lot more if I was in like kinesiology, learning about the human body and the studies because I'm into the gym, I'm into sports and shit like that. And maybe I could have been doing this personal training a long time ago and maybe have my own company by now. But, you know, I kind of like just took the route of like, this is what I think I want to do. And this is what I feel like is right. Um, so, you know, just, just, just find whatever makes you happy and you, you got to do it. Um, another example, like everybody has been a big thing. Specifically, I, I follow it because Dwayne Wade is my favorite player. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen, like, you know, with his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was a huge deal. Um, it was a huge deal. And a lot of people had negative things to say, a lot of people positive. But, like, if you – I watched a lot of interviews with him in it. And, like, just to see 
you know, the way he responded as a father. And, like, you could see how that impact, you know, that impacted his son or daughter, whatever it is, you know, whatever they he goes by now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it, it's, it's crazy. And he's so comfortable. And he's just doing all the things that, like, you know, he's wanted to do. And, like, to be that strong at a young age and, like, finally find some comfort. And now I feel like he can just move forward and just be himself. I mean, he doesn't have to worry. He doesn't have to feel forced. Um, so that's probably the first thing that came to mind was that because I've been through it too, you know? Yeah, no, and, 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 and like you said, like it may sound cliche, and yeah, a lot of people have said the same thing, but it's so important because, again, like, you know, especially us growing up, we were always like, hey, this is what it has to be. It's what you need to do and yeah. never really. And that's, that's for me, like, again, why I know, like, I suffered most of my depression, anxiety, and all stuff because I always had this feeling like it was not okay to be who I wanted to be. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because people are either going to, poke fun at you or me this that or it's not cool it's not gonna make money so you start to tear yourself apart you know what i mean and For try sure, to be yeah. somebody that you're you you do not want to be you know i think it's it's uh who was um jim carrey said um you know when depression is your body telling you it's sick of playing this character yeah, that's crazy you that's fine. I mean? And I was like, wow, you know, like, and it, as, as the more I looked into it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's what this is. Like, I'm just so tired of being what everybody else wants me to be or trying to appease everybody else that I'm so miserable and depressed. Like I lost who I'm, who I am. Like I yeah. don't even know who I am anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, yeah. And go ahead. No, I was going to say that. That's like with my daughter too. How I was like, you know. Ever since she was a little kid, she was listening to shows in Chinese or Mandarin or doing this or whatever. Like, I just sit here and watch, like, what, what she likes to do and just encourage her to do that. Like, yeah. just just have fun with it, you know what I mean? Like, just go because it's so important to know who you are. Like you said, like, at a very early age, we'll make the rest of your life so much easier. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's crazy. Um be yourself, man. Like, like I said, like if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then I mean, you know, it's. I mean, I understand. There's, there's that providing aspect that we talked about, and like, you know, when it comes down to that. But like, if you can find what makes you happy, or at least a little bit of happiness, you know, like, um, you know, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta be yourself, and then be unique too. You know what I'm saying? That that's one thing I've, I've learned and wanted to like kind of preach and show in my music that like, you know, I. I, I never tried to be anybody that I wasn't. I think that's why a lot of, you know, my fans or followers, they, they like me a little bit more. Uh, I'm not trying to pretend like I don't, you know, talk about all these chains and, like, go rent them for, you know, my videos or nothing like that. My, my videos are pretty simple. It's just, like, what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, it, I'm not renting, like, Lamborghinis and stuff right, like right. that because at the end of the day, like, I'm probably going to see them out downtown at, at Hudson if I go out to the bar and they're going to be like, I thought you was just in a private jet. You know yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Now you downtown with me doing the same shit that I'm doing. So it's like, you know, I ain't there yet. When I'm there and I and I own my shit, you'll see me. But, um, you know, that unique part of especially doing what I do, um, I feel like is, is huge, um, you know, to get the fans and the followers. But, yeah, man, be yourself. Because that, that depressed, that mental health is real, man. I, I really never experienced it until the quarantine kind of really, like, started to hit me and, Never, you know, like I said before, like the athlete kind of thing. Like I never really had much to worry about, and I never really understood. Not that I ever knocked it, um, but I just never understood it until you go through it. Right, right. And that's just that's just real, bro. It's scary. It's, yeah, it's a scary it is, thing. Yeah, and with that attitude, energy, effort, like I'm I'm learning how to control, you know, 
anxious Definitely. thoughts and things like that and feeling low and like why you know what i mean like for what you know i have all these other people that love me counting on me kind of thing so you just gotta just change the mindset a little bit man but and like i said before uh helping hand man it's, it's not like you shouldn't be ashamed to ask for help absolutely you know not. what i'm saying absolutely shouldn't be ashamed not. to ask for help absolutely not man. at all so. You know, definitely, like I said, like, I love what you're doing your music again. Like, you definitely are unique. Like I said, I can't listen to the music nowadays on the radio because they, <laughs> I, I don't know who sings what. Like, everybody, so they, they all sound the same. Yeah, like, I hear you. They all sound the same. I, 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 I know, I know. Like, I've, I've had these conversations with a lot of people, and, like, I don't want to knock any artist because everybody has something that makes them them. Right. Um, And it's, it's kind of cool to listen to some, I mean, like, do I like it? Not really. Um, it's kind of cool to see how, like, they kind of change the music or how they approach it rather than, like, the way maybe I approach it or the way, like, Nas approached it, something. You know, it, it, there's always there's always adjustments and changes that are made, but it's kind of cool um, to kind of look at it, and I don't ever want to, like, knock somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, art like, it, it's art. You know, there's not really there's not really anything wrong in art. Right, right. Um, so, like, it, music is all preference, bro. Like, I'm the same with you. Like, I can only listen to a handful of it before I got to go back to, like, I, I need I need some, some concept. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I'm listening to music, I need to be like, word, I can relate to that. Or, um, you know, like, let me run that back and see what he was really trying to say with this rather than just, like, the same. Sh- like, a lot of it is just the same shit. Um, and sometimes it's cool when there's different opportunities and uh, situations where I want to listen to different kind of music. But I'm the same as you. I can't listen to too much of it. But it's... That's where we at. Yeah, That's man. where we at. You got to make the adjustments. So yeah, no, definitely, man. Well, you know, I, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Much thank love, man. I had here, a great man. time. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll catch it. up some more soon, man. And as Absolutely. everybody, like always, tell you, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, your big brother loves you. Stay blessed, everybody. That's it. Yeah. And you just don't know yet. <laughs>